Welcome! <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome to Not So Terrible Podcast. I'm Devin. I'm Chelsea. And, uh... And we got a jingle. <laughs> Shout out to Jesse's boyfriend, Ryan. His name's Ryan Parks. What's his band again? Smoke in the Sunshine, Sunshine in the Smoke. Something like that. He's great. He's <laughs> top-notch human. We'll put his thing in our in our uh, credits. He also has an Instagram if you want to follow him. What is it again? I don't remember. I can't remember. I'll find it and put it in the show notes. All right, so what were you saying? I don't remember. Welcome back. Oh, we had a brief hiatus because... <laughs> Because, you know what, we're just humans, just trying to live our lives, and life got a little bit busy, and so, uh, you know, we had a little little breaking period, and we deeply apologize for that. Yep. But we're here now, so... It's all that really matters. That's what's important. Today, we have a two, our first two-parter, guys. We got a two-parter. <laughs> that's, that's, like, legit, you know? I feel we like that's, it. I feel like we've, we've stepped up <laughs> we've made it we've dudes. stepped up yeah so this one is about the uh the cult drug gang led by adolfo costanzo it's never you never want someone named adolfo well, i guess hitler was an adolf, adolf. But similar similar <laughs> you don't want any adolfos no adolfs today's episode is about the murder of mark kilroy i don't know if Y'all have heard about it. I never heard about it. I didn't either, but I found it, and I was like, we must do it. Also, I gotta tell you guys, my Google search history is is a frightening place. I'm pretty sure to find this one, I typed in true crime torture. Totally. And, and stumbled upon this gem. So, should we... What do you think? Should we jump in it? I think we should just. I think we should just go for it. I don't really have a lot of a, a lot of business. We don't have any business. <laughs> I was just. I don't know. Maybe you had some business. I don't. Uh, ha- I don't have any. No, man. We don't. Uh, we don't have any sponsors. <laughs> or yeah, we don't or really patreons. Have... We do have 130 actual listeners. Yeah, that's good. Thanks, team, for that. Um, we got a bunch of streams too, but I think. I don't actually know how that works. We're listeners. Anyway. Yeah, okay. We're amateurs. Total amateurs. Let's run it. Are you let's ready? Let's run it. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So, Mark Kilroy was born on March 5th, 1968 in Chicago, Illinois. Is it Illinois or Illinois? Pretty sure it's Illinois. That's so embarrassing. Yeah. I don't know why you would think it was Illinois. <laughs> because it's spelled with I understand, but like a lot of words in the English language have silent letters. I don't... Look, Illinois is one of those. I have never... I don't even know if I've ever even said the word Illinois until right now. That's impossible. <laughs> you've gone your whole life and you've never said the word Illinois? You ever uh, played, like, Name That State game? No. Why would I play a game like that? I don't know. Okay. Uh, his parents were James Kilroy, a chemical engineer. <laughs> a chemical engineer. Sorry. <laughs> and Helen Kilroy, a volunteer paramedic. Wow. 
right? These are good jobs. These are good jobs. See? First first time for everything. After Mark was born, his family moved to a small town outside of Houston, Texas called Santa Fe. Uh, Mark and his brother Keith were raised Catholic and were frequent attendees of the church near their home, Our Lady of Lourdes Catholic Church. Very nice. Sounds like he had a solid family upbringing. Super wholesome. Very wholesome. Mark was an exceptional student and excelled in sports. He played baseball, basketball, and golf. I don't think that's a sport, but... What, golf? (laughs) No, it's not a real... That's not a sport. (laughs) They're gonna get so mad at you right now. (laughs) I understand. Listen, I'm not... I'm not saying it's a bad... Say what what you feel. Here's here's what I feel. Yes. Golf is not a sport. It's an activity. It's an activity that you do. Sure. But it's not a sport. I have literally no opinion on golf. (laughs) That is my opinion on golf. Like, a sport is something that you're like, yeah, go team! Woo! You you can't do that in golf. Like, everyone makes you be quiet when you hit the ball. Chelsea looks like she plays golf. (laughs) I've been told that. I don't. I don't play golf. I don't know why people say that. But then you say you play golf, so doesn't that mean it's a sport because you're playing it? I also play badminton. I don't play badminton, but (laughs) people say they play badminton. Is that a sport? I play parcheesi. Is that a sport? Yeah, I guess like I play trivia. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I have no opinion. Anyways, he seems athletic despite his also, like like I said, this, you know what, trigger warning, if you get offended easily, don't fucking listen to this. Because, yeah. you know, I'm so sick of listening to podcasts and, like, them trying to appease all audiences. Like, oh, if you're into that, that's cool. If you're into that, like, if I think it's fucking weird, I'm going to say it's fucking weird. And, like, yeah, you can do whatever the fuck you want and you can, I don't really actually care. But, right. like, I'm going to say my fucking opinion. And that doesn't mean it's fact. I understand that I'm not right. But I am going to tell you how the fuck I feel about I'm it. Doing a deep head nod here. Yes. Deep head nod. Deep. We're not we're not trying to offend anyone. That's no. not at all the goal. But I'm not going to sit here and lie and not be authentic. Right. About that's how why I feel. like I'm not going to say that like golf is a sport. You know. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Sorry about that, guys. He was a golfer. <laughs> he was a Boy Scout, an honor student at Santa Fe High School. He was a member of the student council and was ranked 14 in his class out of 210 students. Is that good? It's not bad, I guess, but... Are you fucking kidding? That's amazing. That's not, that's not that many students, you know? That's a lot of students. Okay, I where I grew up, that's a lot of students. And that's a really... Okay, yeah, he was smart. He was smart and athletic. Well, okay, well, there's... Okay, so there's a big difference. Chelsea is smart. She was a good student, whatever. Not athletic. Not athletic. Not in the school. I mean, I wasn't athletic. <laughs> I... <laughs> I gotta tell you guys, I didn't do well in high school. <laughs> But you did well in areas that I, I struggled with. What, like having friends and yes. not being made fun of? <laughs> right. That one. <laughs> okay. Right. right. That's yeah. fair. I didn't have a lot of those. Look, we all have talents, okay? <laughs> being popular was not one of mine. <laughs> <laughs> all right. After, oh, that's sad. Okay. After Mark graduated high school, he attended multiple colleges and ultimately gave up his basketball scholarship at Tarleton State University in Stephenville, Texas, to transfer to the University of Texas at Austin to become a pre-med student because he had dreams of becoming a doctor. It's typically why you go to med school, but good for him. From a from a golfer to a pre-med student. A golfer. <laughs> really, he really... You can't stop with that. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little stuck on it, but um, I'm impressed. I'm impressed with his resume thus far. 
seems like a it seems like a real a he's real just gentleman the all American fucking you know all American boy super fucking wholesome pretty sure I read that he was like a frat boy too so like there's also that and you know yeah man Stoon is best he also like looks like we'll post a picture of him too but like he looks like that typical all American yes boy yes boy is a weird word I feel like sometimes <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> Boy. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> uh, on March 10th, 1989, after the ex- after exams, this I never went to college, so this is difficult for me. So after exams, do you guys know what that means? Yep. Okay. You, uh, you take you take tests, and they're okay. like 50 percent of your grade. Okay. So you study a lot for them. So you take exams, and then you go on spring break. Yeah. That's like a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah. It's like the movies. It's it's so like these were their midterms, I would imagine. It's like what they do in movies. Yes, movies typically are based on real life scenarios in that sense. So, yep, you study really hard for your midterms and then you take them and then you get a break. All right, March 10th, 1989, after these super hard exams, Mark's childhood friends, Bradley Moore, Bill Huddleston, and Brent Martin picked him up for spring break. Rage! <laughs> <laughs> I've never gone on a spring break trip. I know that may surprise everyone. Like, just, whoa. Justin's never been spring breaking. But I gotta tell you guys, I've never spring breaked. That makes so much sense. I've never done it. I've heard it's a wild time. Just a wild time. Well, it's like a, like, girls gone wild. Like, don't, doesn't everyone, like, flash the camera? that's what it is. Well, I'll tell you a quick little tidbit here. One time... I was on a cruise with my family. I believe I was approximately 15 at the time. And uh, we were in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Oh, we were in Mexico. Not in the same place that Mark was murdered. But um, anywho, we were there. And there was this, like, bar down the way from our hotel. And um, we were just, I was sitting on the beach, you know. And there were these college kids that were definitely on spring break. And they were very (laughs) intoxicated. And they were all dancing together very close, you know, when they dance really close together. Grinding. (laughs) Yes. And there are no, no parts are touching, you know. And I was like, I was 15 at the time. And I was like, I'll never do that. And you know what? I didn't. (laughs) I'm sure like, you know what? I've still never done that. I've still never done it. Never done it. Oh, my fucking God. Um, There are no, no parts. All right. So, Bradley, Bill, Brent, and Mark. It's a lot of bees. So uh, many bees. So many bees. Drove south for nine long, shitty hours to so. South Padre Island, Texas. The next morning, so now it's March 11th, the boys checked into the rooms at Sheraton Hotels and Resorts before they hit the beach. Living it up. Living it up. Like I said, this was spring break picture, the movies. If you have ever spring break, do you know what we're talking about? Uh, Thousands of students around the U.S. were beginning to arrive as the weekend progressed. Mark and Bradley made calls home to their families that day before they met some chicks from Purdue University and all... All the boys went out partying until the next morning. March 12th now, the boys had begun somewhat of a daily routine. They woke up, hit the beach. After tanning for a few hours, they'd get some lunch. After lunch, they would go to the beach area behind the hotel and watch the daily Miss Tan Line contest. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that sounds... It's right up your alley. That sounds like a place I wouldn't want to be. I like the lunch part. <laughs> the lunch and the nap? Yeah, the lunch and the nap. I like that. It's important to fuel up while you're spring breaking, I would I imagine. You gotta. I would totally. I would. I would do the Miss Tan Line contest. Yeah, the, yeah. Of course <laughs> you would. Of course you would. 
All right. After the contest, the boys would go back to their hotel, nap, get ready for the night out. Uh, and they were planning a night out in Mexico. And Mexico was only an hour drive away. They left their hotel in South Padre Island that evening, stopped for dinner at Sonic. Oh my nice God. choice. Fucking love Sonic. Actually, I say that I've never been to Sonic. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I've led a very sheltered life, you okay? Just, you just got so stoked for something because you've never had. I really like the commercials. <laughs> Bro, I, th- Sonic was the first place I drove after I got my license. Where was the first place? It wasn't Sonic. I don't think I drove to Sonic. I don't think I drove to a place. I Bro, think I just drove Super around. Sonic Burger, come fucking at me. A fucking corn dog on the side. I, dude, bomb. Bomb. They're ice. Oh my God, you love ice. I do love ice. They have the same ice as like Chick-fil-A, right? Yes, it's like but little... it's almost, I feel like it's almost better. I don't don't at me. It's my opinion. I don't know how, I, well, that's not true because I'm very selective with my ice. <clears throat> the two best places for ice, I'll tell you this right now, are Chick-fil-A and 7-Eleven. Those are the only places to get ice. I realize I'm also at the age where I buy frozen water. Um, <clears throat> but, you know what? There's very little joys in life sometimes, and store-bought ice or Chick-fil-A ice makes me very happy. But if we had a Sonic closer, I would probably go to Sonic and buy the ice. Also, for those of you who didn't know, Chick-fil-A sells their ice in bags. Big bags. Sponsor us. Okay. (laughs) They stopped for dinner at Sonic. Sorry. Really got sidetracked there. (laughs) I met some chicks from the University of Kansas that also happened to be heading to Mexico to party. The women followed the boys to the border town of Brownsville, where they all parked their cars before crossing the bridge by foot into Matamoros. Matamoros. That sounds right. Mexico. Mexico! (laughs) Ay, ay, ay! No. no. That was good. What do you mean? (laughs) The boys in Kansas chicks headed to Sergeant Pepper's nightclub in Montemores. It's a weird place for Montemores. a Mexican nightclub. They drank and danced there most of the evening before parting ways. Mark and his friends then returned to South Padre Island early the next morning. So now it's March 13th. The boys once again woke up, hit the beach, ate lunch, and attended another Miss Tanline contest behind the Sheraton. How many Miss Tanline contests are there? <laughs> Gee whiz. Um, do you, what do you think they're judging in that competition What there? do you think that they're judging? <laughs> I don't know, because in my... That's the real question. In my head, they're judging, like, how deep a, fe- a lady's tan line is. Sure. You know, who like, do you think wins? How dark the pretty girl, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, the pretty, skinny, tan girl with gigantic boobs, <laughs> tits, boobs, <laughs> tits. Okay. All right, all right. So they went, saw the Miss Tan Line contest behind the Sheraton, stared at a bunch of girls' tits and asses. Uh, <laughs> early, <laughs> early that evening, Mark headed to a condo party of a former frat brother of his at around 10 30 p.m after the frat party mark bill bradley and brent decided to head back to montemoros mexico mexico so they parked their car in brownsville again they crossed the bridge by foot i don't know if that crossing by foot is the best i you know i try to look it up like why the fuck people do that and i'm assuming i don't know so it's they don't park their car in mexico and have to drive through the border Right. Right? So they can just walk, like, and not get a DUI or something? Yeah, that's responsible of them. Yeah. But you still, do you have to, I mean, I would imagine you still have to go through, like, Border Patrol. I don't know. It's also I mean, but yeah, but if you're walking, who fucking cares? You know, as opposed to driving through? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I And then you. you just get in your car once you're through the border, and then you fucking drive home. Drunk. Like, everyone. Right. Yeah. Like, everyone does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes, that makes sense. That makes sense. <clears throat> okay. Montemoros, uh, this place was flooded with spring breakers. There was like around 15,000. That's so many humans. So many humans. I hate humans. 
They're this, just all probably sweaty and, and drunk. drunk. It's my nightmare. So gross. It's my nightmare. They're all probably touching each other. Just throwing up on everyone. <laughs> no. I hate all of it. Uh, okay, they line the streets of Calle Alvaro. Calle. The L's are, the L's are, I'm not pronounced like that in Spanish. Calle. Can you say it? Calle Alvaro. Or, oh, there's more. Abregon. Okay, it was like the main street. <laughs> it was the it was the like, it was the Las Vegas strip of Matamoros. Exactly. They were attracted to the bars, the cheap drinks, and most importantly, the lax drinking laws, right? So Mark and his friends decided they didn't want to wait in the long line, so they found a small dive bar called Los Sombreros. Which means the hats. <laughs> After a few drinks, the boys left and wandered to a rowdier bar uh, called London Pub, which had rebranded itself as the Hard Rock Cafe for spring break. Yeah. Love a rebrand. Around 2 a.m., Bill suggested the boys should head back to South Padre Island. Once leaving the bar, the boys saw Mark outside, leaning up against a car, talking to a contestant from the Miss Tanline contest. <laughs> Damn, Mark. Get it. <laughs> yeah, I bet she was really pretty. <laughs> Why did you sound like you were angry? <laughs> bitch was real pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bitch. <laughs> uh, maybe I'm just jealous that I can't be in a Miss Dan line. I don't contest. know what you're talking about. You look phenomenal in that SpongeBob shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing a SpongeBob sweatshirt, guys. It literally has every single member from the from the cast. Except for Larry. There's no Larry the Lobster on no, there. No, it does not have every Pearl's not on there. But like all the all the big players are here. Pretty girl, tan line contest, they're talking. The boys told Mark they're ready to head back, you know, begin walking towards the bridge. And because I can of- just picture how this conversation went. Like, yo, man, we're going to go back across the bridge. Are you going to come? And Mark's like, no. And he's like, <laughs> he's like talking to this girl. He's like, I'm busy, bros. And they're like, <clears throat> they're like no, man, we got to go. It's like what I imagine. It's exactly what I imagine that conversation sounding like. Totally. That's definitely what it sounded like. My bad. <laughs> interrupting. I just I had the visual in my head and I really had to put it out there. Uh so okay. The boys, as Chelsea just so fabulously <laughs> acted out, told them they were ready to head back, so they all began walking towards the bridge. And because of the thousands of other college kids also heading back over the bridge to Brownsville, it made it difficult for Mark and his friends to stay together in a group. Should have got those leashes. That really helps when you're in a large group. Bradley and Brent had gotten separated and decided to walk to Garcia's, which was a restaurant and store close to the bridge, to wait for their friends to catch up. So Mark stopped on the steps of a nearby house to say goodbye to the Miss Tanline chick. Mm-hmm. And Important. Bill, Bill was walking towards Mark when all of a sudden he was like, oh my God, I have to take a fucking piss. God damn it, Bill. God damn it. Fucking <laughs> just hold it. So Bill dips off into a nearby alley while Mark, you know, was waiting for him. When Bill relieved himself and then came back out from the alley, Mark wasn't there. (gasps) Big gasp. (laughs) Bill made his way to Garcia's and grew more concerned when Mark wasn't waiting with Bradley and Brent. Fucking Bill, it's all your fault because you had to go take a B, a P. (laughs) I said B, but I meant to say P. (laughs) I was really passionate about the sentence. Like, come on. I'm just kidding. It's it's not. Oh God! I, look, I, I don't. don't leave me. <laughs> I have popped a squat. I understand. I get it. Yeah, I, I understand. I get it. I get it. I, I dude had to fucking piss. I know. You I gotta know. go piss. Okay. You don't. You don't think that this is about to go right? Out. No, absolutely not. He wasn't like I'm gonna go pee and then Mark's obviously just gonna be missing. But also, it is your fault. <laughs> right. yeah, fuck you, Bill. The buddy system. You know what I mean? 
You should have taken Mark to pee with you. You, you should have hands. absolutely stared at each other's dicks. If you had the leashes, <laughs> this wouldn't have happened. This wouldn't have happened. Okay, so there are concerns. So now the boys search for Mark, right? Because they're like, where the fuck did this dude go? They're in and out of establishments until they began closing down because now it's like 4.30 in the morning. Oof. And the boys decided to head back to the car. Mark obviously wasn't there either. So the boys no. decided uh, they're going to head back to South Padre Island because they were like, oh, dude must have gotten a ride home. You know, he must have gone back with somebody else. Miss Tanline. Miss, yes. And so when Mark wasn't back at the hotel, they decided, dude must have gone back with Miss Tanline. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea's Mark, chick. Mark got lucky. Yeah. That's what. They thought. Right, yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> he stumbled upon the most unlucky of circumstances. Dude did not actually get lucky that night. But, you know, the boys, they woke up in the afternoon, now March 14th, to find that Mark had still not returned. He had completely vanished. Bummer. Yeah. So finally, the boys decided to call the police and report their friend missing. That's a good friend. Would you report me missing? Mm-hmm. No, I'd probably wait, like, another day. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, but not because I, I wasn't worried. Like, I would go everywhere. I just, like, I'm not, like, so keen on calling the cops. Ever. <clears throat> would you try to find me? Yes. Right. No, but the thing is, like, I wouldn't have left Mexico. Because right. I know you enough that I was like, she got kidnapped. <laughs> yeah, <for> sure. <laughs> also, I would be the one in the group that gets kidnapped. Yes. Like, and yeah, yeah. I would know that. Right. Like, I mean, this would never happen to us in general because I would have never left you by yourself. Yeah, that's true. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, I can't even... I'm sorry. This just wouldn't happen. Right. So. That makes sense. Yeah. I would find you. I'd be like the guy in Taken with his daughter. Yeah. Could see that. Yeah. I will find you. Yeah. And I will kill you. Yeah. Is that what he says? Yeah. Did I make that up? Yeah. No. (laughs) And then the other guy's like, good luck. Yeah, yeah. That was good. Oh, man. That would be great. Yeah. So, that's... I would... I would do that. Do you guys want to know what happened to Mark? <laughs> I do. I sure do. Well, I'm at the edge of my seat. Are you? Well, I'm not actually in a Are seat. You freaking out right now? I'm. I'm. A li- I'm really concerned about Mark. All right. With his, he's a Boy Scout. He should know how to get out of this. He, you know what? <laughs> the buddy system. I feel like I they teach you. Yeah. I feel like. You should have known. He messed up. Yeah, he really they did. They all messed up. Okay. We're so. not victim blaming, but you know, a little bit. No, I mean. Come on. <laughs> Do better. I know. But look, I don't get... By the way, you guys can, like, yell at us and fucking comment that we're victim blaming and we're fucking assholes and we're all this shit. Like, go ahead. I understand. I understand this is someone's son. I understand this is really fucked up. Don't get me wrong. I also think it's really fucked up. But I'm here to tell you a story and I'm here to tell you my opinion about the story. Right. That's that's what we do here that's what we do here yeah and if you can't handle it don't fucking listen to us there's a bunch of vanilla podcasts out there that would be very well suited for I mean, you. this is kind of vanilla it's done by like two fucking white, white chicks, chicks. <laughs> Just, <laughs> listen, two white chicks on true crime <laughs> i meant vanilla in the sense of like baby your feelings yes, correct we're not gonna baby your feelings no we're not we're going to make fun of every single person equally yeah, every single one of them. So, yes, we are treating everybody equally because we will be making fun of everyone equally. Right. Okay. Well said. Yeah, Thank you. That was nice. Yeah. I don't believe in discrimination. Even, yeah. Everyone oh. sucks equally. Yeah, um, <laughs> for sure. We are all sick. That's why we all stop and look at car accidents. That's true. All right. Um, an Uber driver told me that one time. Okay. Uh, so... I'm stuck on the Uber driver. Where where am I? Um, What happened to Mark? What happened to Mark? He was waiting for Bill to pee. 
a Hispanic man next to a parked red truck called out to him. He's like, oh, eso! <laughs> Estúpido gringo! Venga! <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> Mark began to walk over when two other men jumped out of the truck and wrestled him inside. Because of Mark's stature and athletics, about two blocks down the road, Mark finally broke free and ran from the truck. It was all that golf training. <laughs> he was unfortunately intercepted by a second vehicle. They were prepared. So prepared and was taken by gunpoint. Aye. Mark was handcuffed and placed in the second vehicle. Yeah, you got, you get, you're beat at that point. No, you know? you're, yeah, like, you're done. You're like, oh, there's a gun. All right. Yep. What do you want me to do? I, I probably would just do something anyway. I wouldn't. Mm-mm. I'm going to die. Oh, for sure. In 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 any sh- in that moment, I'd be like, I'm gonna die. I'm just gonna like grab the gun or something. Like I'm just gonna do something so idiotic, outrageous, and, and just because I'd rather get shot than what happens. Oh, for sure. I would rather just get shot because plus you're in like Matamoros, right? So you're like two blocks away from where you got picked up, which is where a bunch of people, people are. are. So I, I think somebody, I would just cause a scene if somebody shot you. Regardless, yeah, you might die. That's fine. It's better than being fucking tortured. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but you, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, And then absolutely. even if you do get shot, you don't know where you're going to get shot. And then people are going to be like, oh, shit, somebody just got shot and called the police. And you might live. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yes. 100% I agree with you. I just, I don't know if my fight and flight, fight or flight instincts are that good. Me, neither am I. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would just be like, okay, sir. Yeah. Hindsight. Like, how do I... What should I do? I mean, I might make some, like, spastic movement and, like, accidentally, like, knock the gun over. But, like, that's in <laughs> that's in some preposterous scenario. But I think in real life what would actually happen is I would crawl into the fetal position and cry for my mom. Yeah. You're right. You would 100% cry for Lisa. Yeah. Okay, so the men drove Mark to the city outskirts, turned down a dirt road between two cornfields, and pulled up to a private ranch known as Santa Elena. Mm. It's 20 miles from Montemoros. That's pretty far. Mark sat in the car handcuffed, terrified, and alone. Poor poor Mark. It's actually really, really sad if you think about it. It's the most sad mental image. It just gets worse. Adolfo Costanzo. So... Like I said, this is a two-parter. We're going to get into who the fuck Costanzo is. Um, Just right now, what you need to know is that he's a scary motherfucker who just also, you know, so happens to be a leader in a cult called Los Narcos Santinicos. Yeah, most cult leaders aren't, like, most friendly, you know? I mean, yes. This was, you know, so Los Narcos Santinicos was, if I mean, if you couldn't tell by the name, a satanic drug gang. <laughs> Those are some of the worst. That's a terrible combination. Satan plus drugs. I think it sounds like a great time. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You know what? Devin but, has a tattoo that says I am the devil. So I it look, makes a lot of sense. You know, everyone's everyone's got their thing everyone's got their thing for me personally those two things combined um might be my nightmare you know but then again lots of things are my nightmare that just might be that might be a big one of them yeah i mean yeah no it's definitely not somebody you want to get kidnapped by no absolutely not okay so adolfo costanzo like i said we're gonna get all into him on part two but for now just scary motherfucker leader of a cult. Costanzo, uh, you know, wrapped Mark's face and mouth with duct tape and tied his hands around his back and walked him through the field into a shack. Nope. You never want to be put into a shack. Nope. 
never want to go into a shack. For hours, Mark was tortured and brutally raped. No. Just repeatedly sodomized. In the butt? In the, yeah, in the butt. Mm. His poor little butt. Where, did, where else did you think he was going to be raped? <laughs> I don't I'm know. I'm sure he was skull fucked, too. <laughs> what uh, does that mean? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? What is that? I don't know what that is. <laughs> like, I'm sure that, like, they made him give blowjobs. Ah, uh, no. Have you Poor ever, Mark. Have you never heard the term skull fuck? Absolutely not. I'm going to skull fuck you. No, I don't like it. I don't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, so he got things put into his tiny butthole. Do you guys want to know what's so fucked up? Is that, like, people that we work with listen to this? Yeah, I just got hired for this new job, which I'm super excited about. And both of my interviews went something along the lines of this, like this. I said, hi. They said, hello. And then immediately said, I listened to your podcast. And I was like, oh, no. It's just so funny. It's not ideal. The good news is they like it. At yeah. least that's what they said, so. No, no one, I, I don't know if anyone was skull fucked. All I, all I heard was that, all I read, all I saw reported was that he was tortured and uh, sodomized. Yeah, things went up his butt. Things went up his butthole. <laughs> Things entered his butthole. Hmm. Um, <laughs> they're raping, torturing him. Uh, Costanzo then whipped out a machete and chopped off the top of Mark's skull. Oof. The cult members then scooped out Mark's brain <laughs> and boiled it into a blood-filled cauldron with animal remains and a human spine. Yep, that's generally what you do with brains. You just rip them out and boil them in some blood. The gang had also ripped out Mark's heart before chopping his legs off. Damn, they're just like piece by piece, you mm -hmm, know? Mm -hmm. Before Mark's body was buried, a wire was inserted into his spinal cord so they could eventually pull the bones out once the body was decomposed. Yeah. And then after right. all of this, Costanzo's men then dug a hole and buried Mark's body. I'm going to tell you why in a little bit. Oh, God. I'm going to tell you why they wanted that spinal cord so bad. All right, the search for Mark first began as a missing... Hold on, should we just talk about that murder real quick? Your yeah, I feel face? like we should, we should back up there. I know, I'm just like like casually <laughs> brushing over this. I don't... <clears throat> mm. I'm trying to wrap my head around it. Yeah, so like they're, you know, fucking him in uh, the ass. Yeah, yeah, I got that. Dude I got that takes part. a machete and just, and just fucking chops the top of his fucking head off. Like the, the skull. Just like the his, skull. Like the so skull. So like is he still alive at this point would be my next question. I would assume he's not. Okay. I don't, I mean, I don't know. He's definitely not once they scoop his brain Brains out. out. Yeah, yeah, you can't live without a brain. No. That's No. I saw one report that he chopped him in the head and the neck, but I, I would... So we're just gonna go with the fact that they chopped. They off chopped the top, the top of, of his skull. skull. I would assume he he died. They chopped his head. Right. Okay. So, yep. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he died by head chopping. Yeah, and, and then they took out to go. his. They, you know, they didn't take out. They scooped. I don't like. I don't like. <laughs> so just picture I'm doing a hand move. They scooped. Scooping it out like ice cream. Out this dude's brain. Scooping should be used for scooping ice cream. Or scooping sand on a warm, sunny day. <laughs> Not for... Not for scooping brains. Yeah, they scooped his brains out. And then... Also, the brain is so, like, mushy. You know, you it's... Know? It's just, like, wet and <laughs> mushy. Um, it's also, like, connected to a lot of things. So you gotta, like... It's, it's 
more like it's scooping and scraping because you gotta yeah. like deconnect it from all the other nerves and shit in there yeah that's wildly upsetting yeah and then they ripped his heart out well not with their bare hands <laughs> no, no. <laughs> not with their bare hands <laughs> and then they chopped his legs off they just <laughs> what, why they chop his legs off it was so that they could bury him easier Oh, why? Because you're now too lazy to fucking dig a hole that's big enough for his whole goddamn body? Yeah, I feel like it was easier to, like, dig a hole, like, not... For just his torso yeah. and his I feel arms. Like, I feel like his stature. Oh, because he was his, too tall. Yeah, that they were just like, let's just... They're like, it. well, fuck you, Mark, for being tall. Now yeah. we gotta chop off your legs. Yeah, it was, like, to simplify the burial. Dude, how fucking humiliating. What, to not have any legs? <laughs> I mean, the whole... Yeah, the whole piece of it, you know? Like, how just degrading i mean listen <clears throat> this is horrific and horrible and a real bad way to go but like you could have at least buried him with his legs you know just let him have his legs i like that that's what you're stuck on not the fact that they took his brains not right. the fact that they took his heart mm-hmm. that that's upsetting the fact that they chopped his legs <clears throat> off you're like i draw the line <laughs> <laughs> listen i draw the fucking line the, i can't do it the first two obviously obviously upsetting you know i don't I don't like that. But, like, the legs piece was, it's just so, like, you didn't have to do that. What, you know? unnecessary? <laughs> like, Did yeah. you not hear me like, say that they inserted a wire into his But you said part? that we're going to learn, because they needed his bones for something, well, right? they needed to, to simplify his burial. They were well, busy. I, I thought <laughs> I thought you said that they used the the bones for something. They and we're do. gonna get to that. But they See, but also the, needed to chop the legs off. For no reason! No, they did have a reason. Did they use his legs for anything? No, they, Right! They're just fucking pieces of his body that are now philandering about. They were lazy and they needed to dig a hole. So That's could, what upsets me. <laughs> is that they were lazy. <laughs> like you were too lazy to dig the fucking man a big enough hole so you could bury his whole body with his legs on them like come on come on i get it you're tired from lots of raping and cutting pieces off but you could have dug a little bit bigger just a little bit bigger of a hole oh trigger warning at this point i think we might be a little late by the way if you don't like rape right after the fact if you don't like rape probably skip this one probably just skip in our entire podcast to be honest with you but uh you're a little late now so if you're just hearing this trigger warning uh too late you're already here bummer (laughs) sorry yeah i'm upset i'm upset about the legs i'm upset about all of it but more about the legs because it was just an unnecessary it was just unnecessary okay well let's move on all right the search for mark first began as a missing persons investigation students that often went missing in matamoros would turn up with a hangover emerging out of a blackout within a day or two. Same. <laughs> Don't get it. I understand. Totally get it. I understand. Uh, Mark was one of 60 that disappeared in Matamoros the first few months of 1989, mm-hmm. but unlike many of the missing, Mark, as we know, was never going to turn up. That's a lot. That's a, that's a, that's a shocking amount of missing people. I mean, yeah, but it's also, like, a bunch of fucking idiots going to, like, yeah, Mexico right. for... You're yeah. right. It makes sense. If I was drinking and left my own devices in mexico i would be lost immediately i would be dead yeah yeah, Yeah. i would be dead but like before the dead part i would be a missing person i gotta tell you like i if i was a killer and whatever like i would definitely hang out in mexico where spring breakers go yeah easy like that's easy fucking prey easy prey 
done. For sure. You know? Yeah. Mark's case received so much attention and was quickly looked into. I mean, there's multiple reasons, but one of them being that his uncle, Ken Kilroy, worked at the United States Customs Service. Uh, When the news reached Mark's uncle, a police task force was immediately created in Brownsville, Texas, to search for his nephew. The Mexican Federal Police helped U.S. investigators and assigned agents to accompany U.S. officials in Montemoros. Los federales. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) They questioned informants, potential witnesses, and worked on the tips provided by their sources. Um, At least they they got on it pretty quickly. And they were, they, in this, we'll get into it in part two, but... Uh, most of the Mexican federal police were... Federales. Well, they <laughs> were helping the U.S. The U.S. officials. Yeah, the, the federales. That was so were, aggressive. We're assisting. I was just helping you. Okay. <laughs> the authorities... Are you gonna... No, okay. <laughs> you don't have one for authorities? No, because at this point, it's a mix. Okay. Right? It's, right. It's, it, they're mixing. Yeah. Okay. The authorities suspected Mark was met by foul play, a victim of drug violence or robbery, but didn't have the leads or evidence to back up their theories. Uh, After searching and still coming up with nothing, the police hired a hypnotist to see if she could get Bill, Brent, and Bradley to remember the important details from that night. Yeah, unfortunately, that's not admissible, but uh, could be helpful. I mean, I think that they were just, like, trying to find literally anything. Anything. Because, like, they have actually nothing. Poking it, poking it, hay straws. That's not the expression. So, like... Okay. Skip that. Cut that out. That's bad. (laughs) That's not the saying at all. I think Find a needle in a hay straw. Yeah, that's where I was going, but I said poking at hay straws. (laughs) Not right. I got the, I got it a little jumbled. <laughs> you said you said poking and I know I know I couldn't think of it and I just went with the first thing that came to mind, <laughs> which wasn't it. <laughs> it was very bad. Yeah, Recoup. Yep. All, right. Mm-hmm. All right, so Bill, the pisser, young Bill. <laughs> Bill was the peer. <laughs> he's he's the peer. Couldn't hold his bladder. Uh, so while he was under hypnosis, he said that he uh, saw a young Hispanic man with a visible scar across his face talking to Mark before he disappeared. Mm-hmm. He said something along the lines of, uh, "Oh, I gotta get into character." <laughs> hey, eso! I don't know if you're from somewhere. I, oh, that's not, <laughs> that's not what he said. That's not what he said. Hey, gringo, don't I know you from somewhere? There we go. (laughs) It's hard to read and do a Spanish accent at the same time. (laughs) Bill Bill wasn't sure if Mark had responded, and, you know, this was literally all they could get. After the boys were done, not being able to remember the exact moment or place where Mark was abducted, the authorities believed it must have just been a robbery because there was no ransom being called for. They searched the Rio Grande River for his bon- uh, for his body, and no luck. Um, no such luck. No such luck. He was buried without his legs. Mark's parents, James and Helen, God bless these two people. God bless James and Helen. Uh, they came to the Rio Grande Valley, handed out uh, more than 20,000 flyers looking for their son. They offered a $15,000 reward for anyone who could help. Uh, people from Mark's hometown in Texas traveled to Matamoros to help James and Helen hand out the flyers, search for Mark's, for Mark, I was going to say Mark's body, but they didn't know him. 
Yeah, I mean, at this point, you got to know he's yeah. not coming. I mean, he's... some people definitely had an inkling. They were like, he's done. Yeah, uh, he's, he's, he's a goner. And spread the word about the reward. On March 26, Mark's case was on America's Most Wanted. The attention provided the police with more tips, phone calls, and clues, but not one of them had panned out. James and Helen returned back to Santa Fe and began raising money with local residents through garage sales and car washes to be able to continue their family search for their son. Uh, I do want to note that around this time, uh, James and Helen went to Mark's college and withdrew him from school. Oh, that's so sad. I know. That's such a bummer. Because you know that they, like, you know. You yeah. Know. Yeah. That, that that means you know. They know. Your kid's murked. They know. That's, ugh, that sucks. And or they were also probably, like, trying to save whatever money. Like, they I could to, like, yeah. go towards. Yeah. Okay. It's well, really, really fucking That's really sad, upsetting. Though. So how the authorities caught their break is actually pretty crazy. Uh, on April 9th, 1989, the Mexican state authorities... Federales. <laughs> ...stationed a routine checkpoint near Santa Elena. That's the ranch where Mark was brutally murdered. Uh, when a vehicle ran through the checkpoint without stopping. That's, that's not good. You never, you never, you always want to stop at a checkpoint. You should probably stop. It's but, important. Uh, we will, this man, we're going to get more into this whole thing but the man who was driving this vehicle happened to be Seraphine Hernandez mm -hmm. a cult member and one of the men that had kidnapped Mark weeks earlier his nickname Little, Little Seraphine. Seraphine no it's Seraphine I've spelled, you spelled missed it wrong. an N okay <laughs> I spelled it wrong Little Seraphine <laughs> Little Seraphine which like <laughs> it's really funny I think I think it's funny because like it sounds so not terrifying you know but also, like, how is that a nickname where, like, you're saying his name, you're just adding something you're to it. You're just adding a name. So it's not a It's nickname. not really a nickname. It's just it's... an addition to your name. Yes. Yeah. It would be cooler if they did, like, Lil. Lil. Like, <laughs> Lil Seraphine. But they didn't even do that. They literally spell it out, Little Seraphine. I mean, maybe they said Lil. Probably not. Say it with a Mexican thing. I don't know if I can. Little. Little. Oh. Oh, pequeño. Oh, it's a tiny pequeño <laughs> Seraphine. Pequeño. Pequeño Seraphine. It's muy comico. Porque él was, I don't know what the word for us was, is in okay. Espanol. So, okay. pequeño Seraphine. That idiot was driving his vehicle, went through the checkpoint. He didn't stop. He was coming back from a meeting with uh, his cult leader, mm. Constanzo. Cult meeting. When officers were in pursuit, uh, Little Seraphine led them directly to the ranch. What an idiot. To Santo, Santo, oh, Santa Elena. What <laughs> so, a dumbass. Did the, he know that, like, they were behind him? I'm gonna, I'm gonna get into that. Oh. We're gonna get into that in part two. Oh, it's a part two! Well, I, I explained it briefly in part one, but it's mostly part two. Okay. You're gonna be like, okay. At the ranch, the officers arrested little Seraphine along with three other cult members, David Martinez, Sergio Martinez, and Helio. Elio. Elio Hernandez. Is it Elio or Elio? I would say Elio. Okay. Elio Hernandez. Were there any girls in this cult? Yes. Oh! You're gonna get into that oh, as well. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, the officer, uh, one of the leaders, actually. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. Uh, while the officers were searching the property, they came across cult paraphernalia, uh, marijuana, and marijuana. firearms. Mota. Yes. Mota. Uh, what, uh, question. <clears throat> what? what is cult paraphernalia? paraphernalia. I knew you were going to ask me that. I don't know. I, all I can assume is, like, weird shit. Animal remains or, like, 
you know. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. You don't know. I got it. Animal remains. No, like, I don't know. So imagine being the feather alley who pulled in and was like, I found some cult paraphernalia. Yeah, like, I, I can only imagine, like, some weird shit, you know? Yeah, weird like, shit. Weird shit. Weird shit. Weird yeah. fucking shit. That makes sense to All me. Right? They captured those three fucking idiots while the officers were searching the property. They came across all this fucking bullshit. When the police interrogated little Seraphine, he confessed to aiding in Mark's murder and all of the other black magic torture and murder that had occurred at Santa Elena Ranch. Mm-hmm. Little Seraphine identified Adolfo Costanzo and Sarah Aldrete. Yeah. Aldrete. Uh, we're going to learn about this bitch in part two as well. Fucking hoobag. Uh, <laughs> as being the leaders of the group, he explained that Costanzo ordered the killings as part of a sacrificial sacrificial ritual mm-hmm. that human sacrifice would ensure them of strength abundance and immunity from police and or injury that's not true so it's not true. so he drove through the checkpoint because he believed that he was a invisible and b immune to police oh no so he was confused when the police followed him yeah that makes because sense. because he thought that he was fucking invisible that makes sense yeah if i was also brainwashed and told that i yes. was invisible to police i would definitely drive right on through that yes okay yeah that so, makes a lot more yeah, sense so he drove through because that's what he thought that's no. what he believed that's not accurate actually little seraphine explained that mark was chosen at random because Costanzo had ordered them to find a white male to sacrifice. Seraphine admitted Costanzo killed Mark with a machete blow and his body was back at the ranch. The next morning, April 10th, 1989, the police stormed Santa Elena and found the shack where Costanzo kept his how do you think that's pronounced? Ganga? The Ganga? Yeah. The Ganga. Ganga. So it's like a black cauldron thing. Just um, literally the thing that nightmares are made of. Yeah, pretty much. It's like some African pot or some bullshit. Uh, just picture a big black cauldron. Brimming with blood, spiders, scorpions, a dead black cat, a turtle, oh. bones, deer antlers, and a human brain. No, no. Literally just the stuff of horror movies. <laughs> it's like hocus pocus. I don't like any of that. With help... From Little Seraphine, they were led to burial sites scattered throughout the ranch. Mm-hmm. What the- if they cut all their legs off too? Because they were lazy motherfuckers. Well, we're gonna get in. We're gonna get into that. The excavation began, and by April 16th, the officers revealed 15 other mutilated bodies buried on the Yikes. ranch. Yikes! Yeah, oh, 15 others. Mark's body was marked by a wire piece sticking out of the dirt. The wire was attached to Mark's spinal cord. So they would be able to pull his bones out and wear them as necklaces after the body decomposed. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. I generally like my jewelry made of human remains as well. Yeah. Okay. So that's why he they put the wire so they could pull his bones out and wear them. Oh. They like to wear vertebrae. No. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. That makes me upset. Totally. Yeah, so once uh, their bodies were discovered, specifically Mark's, they noticed his legs had been missing. And that's when Seraphine explained they cut off his legs to simplify the burial. Fucking lazy ass pieces of shit. <laughs> like, okay, you're gonna make necklace bones, bone necklaces, but you can't fucking bury him with his legs. <laughs> Oh, shit. What a piece of crap. Mark's body had to be identified with dental records. Yeah, and no shit. It was in pieces, and he was missing his brain. <laughs> and his heart. And his heart. <laughs> Very important organs. What is that? Is that like Wizard of Oz? 
Yeah, yeah. yeah when the, they... the Tin Man is yeah. missing a heart, and the Scarecrow is missing his, his brains. brains. Yeah. yeah. So sad. But don't worry, they get them. Also, Maybe it was like organ donation, and that's where the Tin Man and no, the Scarecrow... Okay. Not true. Also, that's where they got them? Is that what you're just about to say? <laughs> they borrowed him? That's where they got him? From Mark's dead body. You fucking asshole. I was just trying to make the story better. Also, side note, they seized like 243 pounds of marijuana, 108 grams of cocaine. Cocaine. <laughs> 12 firearms, uh, some three submachine guns, and 11 vehicles. That's a lot. It's yeah. a lot of things. They took There's them. so much illegal activity happening here. Yeah. No, it's a... This is the thing. It's not just like a cult. It's a gang. It's a... It's a... Like a cartel, like a drug cartel, satanic cult. Yeah, that makes it especially bad. Yeah. Like, gangs are bad. Yeah. And they... <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, kids? Stay in school. Gangs are bad. Um, yes, they are quite bad. Gangs are bad. Cults are bad. It's... Yes. I don't think Satanists are bad. No. Well, that's... Yeah, no. They have a they have a bad rap. I'll they have them, a bad rap, I'll but give them that. They have a bad rap. That's... Satanists are only bad when they're using their religious beliefs to murder people. That's when it's bad. Well, that's... They're not actually even true Satanist people that do that. That's what they, I'm saying. Yeah, is like they, when yeah. they mush religion to make it fit their their needs, which yeah, isn't the they true give it a little... belief. Right. But the other two, cults and gangs, not good. Not good. And then you mush them together... And you get extra bad. I always wanted to be part of a cult. <laughs> All right. So on April 12th, 1989, the suspects were taken to the headquarters of the Mexican <laughs> Federal <laughs> Judicial Police in Matamoros. I don't think there's a name for that. I thought you were going to say Federales. No. All right. For an informal press conference, the suspects were paraded from the building's balcony and were allowed to answer questions from the reporters. Elio explained he was an ordained exe- executioner under Costanzo, but Costanzo had specifically been the one who killed Mark. Elio, sho- Elio fuck, showed his membership scars on his shoulders, back, arms, and chest. These scars were arrow-like cuts made with a hot blade. The marks were given to a selected cult members, to selected cult members with the authority to perform human sacrifice. That's a, I wouldn't want that job. I mean, it's kind of an honor. <laughs> I guess, but, like, I I would do anything not to have that job. Yeah, no. Same. I mean, I don't know under what circumstances I would find myself in a gang cult, but if I was un- to be unfortunately initiated into one, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want that job. <laughs> to be the sacrificer? To be the sacrificer, the ordained sacrificer. On April 13th, 1989, a religious ceremony. This is actually really sad. That was originally intended to revive hope of Mark's safe return mm. turned into a memorial service for him. Yes. Because this is the day after the press release. That's real bad. <laughs> yeah, it's a bummer. So they were like, all right, guys, let's let's throw a ceremony and get everyone hyped. And, you know, Mark's still alive and we're going to get him and, you know, just he, everything's going to be okay. We're going we're gonna to bring him home. And then they were like, yeah, so... Turns out, Mark's dead. I know. And they took out his brains and his heart, so we're just gonna have a memorial instead. Yeah. The service was held at Our Lady of Lourdes Catholic Church in Santa Fe. What a nice place. I know. Over 150 children had pinned yellow ribbons to the church's trees to honor Mark and his family. Love those children. Another was held at St. Luke Catholic Church in Brownsville, Texas. Over 1,200 people attended the memorial service to support Mark's family. 
when speaking to press okay this is this is crazy james mark's father spoke about the murder and said they were not angry with the killers Mm -hmm. he hoped that if and when those responsible for mark's death go to heaven and see their son they can apologize to him for their wrongdoing that's a bigger man than me isn't that like it brings like i it makes me emotional it's really it's very sweet and then helen oh helen told everyone to pray for the murderers like, Helen are you and, fucking Helen and kidding James, me? Just real top-notch people. God damn, just, bro. Like, saints of human beings. Like, but like, I also get it. You know, like, how else do you get through something like that without? You can't. You can't. You fucking can't. <clears throat> I mean, I would would not probably do that. I gotta tell you, I would yeah. kill. I would kill whoever did this. Right. I would do the same thing. Right. I would sodomize them. Okay. With whatever I had available, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then I would chop their top of their head off i would scoop out their brains mm-hmm. and i would boil them just like they did to my son that's yeah. what i would do that that's a normal reaction i suppose fair there's fair. there's their reaction is definitely not in the majority but damn yeah man that's uh this is some good people right there yeah they're they're wholesome as fuck they're um, super wholesome they get even more wholesome but this is actually where we're gonna leave everyone Ooh, mm-hmm. what a cliffhanger we're gonna leave everyone here uh adolfo costanzo and his partner in crime sarah aldrete is that how you say it aldrete yeah i, gotta I would one. imagine okay Aldrete-y. so they're on the run mark's dead and little seraphine is a little bitch snitch little bitch snitch <laughs> fucking sir seraphine uh and part two we're gonna go into the background and early years of adolfo costanzo and his cult and we're gonna you know roughly explain the other 15 bodies revealed some of them they can't even name yeah There's that just, makes sense yeah because they yeah. did horrible things totally and uh we're gonna learn just about his downfall and how the case wraps up good um, i hope he dies and rots in prison i hear the prison system isn't great in mexico so maybe a a really rough one. I gotta tell you, this, the way that Adolfo Costanzo goes out is pretty, uh, pretty dramatic. Well, that's not surprising considering he's a leader of a gang cult. Correct. Cult gang. Correct. I don't really know which way I like to say it better. Gang yeah. cult. I think that's the winner. Cult gang. Cult gang. Gang cult. Either one. Mark's parents. Let's bring up these, uh, wholesome ass motherfuckers real quick. Oh, I shouldn't have called them motherfuckers. That's okay. Wholesome humans. humans. <laughs> <laughs> Humans. Uh, Mark's parents, James and Helen, founded the Mark Kilroy Foundation. The foundation promotes drug awareness, education, and prevention. When God. students are gone for the summer, uh, the foundation conducts programs and summer camps by partnering with volunteers. They offer free activities such as archery, golf. Of course they offer golf. <laughs> Gotta fucking represent their son. <laughs> I appreciate that you bring golf back into the picture, Mark and, I mean, James and Helen. That's really nice. Fishing, tennis, and swimming, an average of 550 youths. 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 Yeah, I would say youths. Youths. Participate. Street youths. Youths. Participate in these programs every summer. Uh, Mark's father, James, also wrote a book called Sacrifice in 1990 about his experience and the loss of his son and uh, continues to donate the proceeds from his book to the foundation. What a guy. So What a fucking guy. Yeah, man. Him and and Helen really deserve gold medals. Yeah, bro. Really great people. Some crazy shit. Aldolfo, Sarah, little Seraphine, you can all die a fiery death. Yes. 
Correct. And Mark, I'm so sorry about your legs. Uh, well, and the murder part. Dude, bro, what is your thing about I don't know. I just, I'm upset. Anywho. Oh, Follow right. Us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, listen, uh, we're coming back with part two pretty soon. But in the meantime, you can go head over to our website and uh, subscribe to the website at notsoterriblepodcast.com or... Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram at Not So Terrible Podcast. Uh, we post good things on there. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Last time I said wherever you like to listen, but that's a lie because our podcast only exists on those two platforms. So we've only put them there. We've only put them there. So Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Review. Talk oh, about the write and review. Rate us and review us. Leave us five stars. Um, it, it makes us it makes us more popular, and that's helpful to us. But you know what? All publicity is good publicity, so. That's what they if say. If you also hate us, whatever, man. You can leave those reviews, too. Actually, no, those will hurt my feelings. Please they don't. They won't hurt my feelings. Please don't so do that. If you, it's fine. If you have to, can you just address them specifically to Devin? If you want to give us your opinion, you know, it's only fair. If we give them ours, they should be able to give them. Okay, but I don't want to read those ones. Give us that. Okay. I'm going to send them to you. Great. Okay. All right. <laughs> so good. now we get to lead out with a jingle. Should we, can you do one, just like a little tiny one, and then we'll lead out with our actual jingle? Yeah. I just want to say adios, and this will be my jingle for the day. Vamos a la playa. Me me gusta bailar. I don't know the words. Da, 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 palabras. How do I do it?